gonna start off with the elephant in the room. My boy just passed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for number one and scoring all time. What are y'all thoughts <laughs> on this? I'm gonna go ahead and break the ice with y'all. Man, it's crazy though, to be honest. 38,000 points. I think, um, who was it? Shannon Sharp, he broke it down. You would have to be playing. I think LeBron played 90% of his games, scoring an average of 25 points per game. Mm-hmm. And then he said, for someone to break that record, they're going to have to play basically their whole career, 100% games, and score over 25 points per game for like 20 years. So it's going to be a while until we see someone else come close to beating that record. Mm. Yeah, well, y'all already know my opinion on this. What you got? What, what do you think about this? I'm not going to say anything because y'all already know. No, no let the people know. <laughs> let the people know what you think about this, man. I mean, but yeah, like you said, 38,000 points. I mean, I can already say right now, this isn't going to be a record that's going to be broken in our lifetimes. You don't think so? No, I don't think so. I think, I think there's going to be some players that might come close. Like... If Wimby plays out like how we think he is, he doesn't get injured like Zion, I think he can come close. I don't think he's going to break it. But then again, I don't know. I also think, man, there's there's some players that we don't even – we haven't even seen play yet that, that can actually come close. Like, what was it, Bronny? He might come close eventually. I ain't going to say he's going to beat it, but you never know. He might come in the league scoring 30 points his first season. I think the only person that could be on pace to break LeBron stuff would be Luka. Are you talking about in the league right now? Yeah. He could even sniff. Nah, I don't even think so, bro. It's so crazy how LeBron. I think so. Somebody think... somebody even <laughs> said online, bro. It's like LeBron came in with all this pressure. I just Can we just take a moment to like talk about LeBron? I don't think we've talked about that much about him, but just appreciate the man, bro. Like watching him break that, that record, it was like. I don't want to say emotional because, I mean, nah, it ain't going to make me cry or nothing, but... It was kind of surreal. It, yeah, it was, like, surreal in the moment because, like, you grew up watching him and then I started, like, thinking about all... Because, I mean, he's, like, one of the main reasons why I started watching basketball. And I was just like, dang, like, he's really getting this old and he just did it. He my goat. Yeah, goat. Man. I didn't know he was your goat. I thought you said he wasn't the goat. Nah. Uh, but after seeing, like, I would give it a MJ, but... I don't know. I can't. I I I watched LeBron and I can't believe I just witnessed this. Matt, I mean, Matt. We didn't get the chance to witness um, Michael Jordan, so nah, it's kind of biased. <clears throat> the same with Hakeem Olajuwon or Allen Iverson or Shaquille O'Neal. We didn't witness none of them. But do you have to witness them in order to think some other person is the go debate? I mean, because we didn't witness. I mean, Will Chamberlain, Bill I mean, Russell. It's nice to have a good, actual, unbiased comparison. Like, I haven't seen Bill Russell play, but you, we haven't seen Bill Russell play, but we know he is one of the greatest. The same with Hakeem Olajuwon, Kobe Bryant. We saw a little, we saw basically his end of the career, but we yeah. know what number eight could do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I just started thinking about like I just got flashbacks of like all the greatest moments that I've seen like of LeBron, and I was like, dang. But yeah, I, I got to give him the goat because I guess it can be biased. No way, but he still deserves it though. All the accolades he deserves to be up there. Yeah, I feel like it'd be him and Jordan is like one A and one B. Yeah, pick pick who you want because I mean we personally I grew up watching LeBron, so I'm I'm gonna lean towards LeBron, and that's that's how I feel. Maybe like the next generation is gonna win somebody else, somebody we haven't even seen come into the league, or maybe Luca Luca and and like nah, Luca's a goat. You know, it's gonna be and it's gonna be like that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like as long as a player has the accolades, the stats, and the drive, I mean, to be one of the greatest of all time, they should get it. Um, but, again, this is the greatest of all time, so this is a title that you can't just hand to anybody. And I feel like if you don't have LeBron or MJ in your top two, then you just don't know basketball because there's a reason why this is the most controversial, most talked about debate in NBA, well, not even NBA, in sports history. You think of any sports argument, LeBron and MJ is always going to be the most talked about. And there's a reason why it's the most talked about, because those two are at the top. So, yeah, you don't have those two in your top two, then your opinion is pretty much just invalid. Hmm. 
but yeah, um, he's my goat. Uh, I feel like he was the goat before this record, but this record right here, uh, I think it solidifies it for a lot of people. And again, it isn't just scoring. He's also top four in assists as well all time. And to have the number one scoring record in NBA history and not even be considered a scorer, I mean, he's a pass-first guy. He's always been a fast-first player. Just think about it. If he wasn't a pass-first player, he would have broken his record a long time ago. So, I mean, there's a lot of reasons, too many to name, but yeah, he's definitely my GOAT. You know, um, playoff points aren't counted towards that on record. No, yeah, I, think, I, think I believe he's number one on that as yeah, well. He's number one in that too. Number one in like playoff points and number one in, in finals points. Man, that's crazy, man. <laughs> I mean, it's like every record you can name. He's always like, he's top 10 in literally every great mm. record. So, I mean, it's just so much going on, but. Let me ask y'all something. I, I was reading something on, t on Twitter. It was comparisons. I think for LeBron, it was comparisons with Curry, MJ, and I think Kobe. So they were saying MJ won the finals six out of six times. Okay, Kobe, he won what? Four out of six, four out of seven. Curry, he went, he won. How much he won? Four, four out of four. seven? Five? Uh, not seven. five. No, no, no. He went to the finals. He's been to the finals oh. five times. Because he won three against Cleveland. Cleveland and one against Boston. It's four. He lost against Cleveland. He lost against Cleveland. So probably four out of five. Four out of five. And then I think they said LeBron was, what was it, three? Oh, and against the, against the Raptors. My fault. Yeah. He lost against the Raptors. Four, four or six. Four, I mean, four or two. My fault, bro. So basically you were saying like LeBron has more losses in the finals, but no one wants to mention that LeBron been to the finals more than all of those players. Yeah. And they also don't want to mention, well, who was MJ going against? In those final years, in those um, finals appearances, I think the last two finals appearances, there wasn't there wasn't much competition other than Detroit Bad Boys, which at the end of the day, that's an Eastern Conference. So once you get past Eastern Conference, it's pretty much easy sailing for MJ at the time. Yeah, and I feel like that's also one of the things people use to criticize LeBron because they're saying, well, yeah, you went to all these finals, but you're losing. And do you so you really expect him? That's how you know, like the expectations are so high for LeBron because they expected him to win each and every final that he's been to. When that's really just not realistic, even though MJ did it. And another thing about that is, when people mention MJ's finals record, they never mention his playoff record. There's been times where he didn't even make it to the finals. Yeah. So is it would you rather go to the finals and lose? or go to the finals or not make the finals at all, pretty much. I mean, so if we're talking about finals record, I think that we should include the you know, the playoff record as well, like, because every time he's been bouncing in the first round, all right? So, I mean, you shouldn't use a player's finals record against him. I mean, he went to the finals eight straight years. That's, I don't think that's never, that's never going to be done again, especially with how competitive the NBA is today, so... Hmm. I mean, I don't know. It's just a lot. This okay. is like put that one into perspective. Will we ever even see a player going to the finals as many times as LeBron did? He made it just look so effortless and easy. And uh, I did think about it because I mean, you gotta think about it. MJ did go. He did three p twice. That's tough. But again, LeBron went to the finals all these times, so. I don't really like to go into the MJ versus LeBron debate at the end of the day. But LeBron is is the GOAT, bro, at the end of the day. He's just done more. And we may never see we, – we probably won't ever see a player like him. Oh, shit. Oh, man. The new addition has failed. <laughs> I should have did all four sides. But uh, in, ter in terms of accolades and, like, longevity, who else? Like, nobody, bro. No, nah, I mean, like I said, that, that's another thing. I mean, and that's another thing that people use against LeBron as well, like longevity. They're saying, well, he's breaking all these records because he's been in the league for so long. Good, that's a good thing to, exactly. to have. And, like, the only thing you can knock LeBron for is the finals losses. That's the only – there's not there's no other blemish in his in his resume. Then you got to look at who did he lose to. Bro, who did three, he – Two yeah. to three times against – the dynasty of the Warriors. Come on, with KD. Then it was <laughs> like, come on. Was bro. it once or twice against San Antonio? Things once, once, once against San Antonio. And then it was the Dirk, the Dirk on season. That's the one that 
I think that's the one. That's the biggest blemish in his resume. Not gonna lie, it's a, it's a loss against Dallas, but it was, yeah. wasn't that their first year together in, in Miami. Yeah. yeah, and again, yeah, he did score like um, eleven points in one game. So, yeah, people are gonna hold that, but I mean, people are gonna hold stuff. Against it happens. I mean, you would have to hold um, MJ accountable. He got b-ed out by Detroit. The whole point, like literally, it, it, they exposed them. All you gotta do is just make, just foul them, make earn that free, earn the points at the free throw line. Don't. We don't give a f- your the airness. Get your f- to that free throw line, and then he what did he do? He off season he bulked up. He had to work out, get stronger because people were exposing him. You're not gonna get the call all the time. Yeah, and another thing is like, <clears throat> I mean, I see like if you're penalizing LeBron for the finest record, if he didn't show up and perform, but I mean besides that Mavs series, I mean each and every other final, you're like. What else could he do? You know, mm-hmm. people are expecting him to average like a 50-point triple-double. What more do you want him to do? Like that 2018 year, he led each team, literally every like every statistic, like points, on both sides. rebounds, assists, steals on both ends. Like was, not only on the Cavs, he was on the Warriors. Yeah, going the Warriors that was too. when Kyrie and uh, Kevin Love went out. Didn't he was like, yeah, he was leading everybody in everything. And look, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, like, how can you penalize a person for that? And on the opposite end, for MJ, yeah, he has a perfect finals record. And again, I, I don't, you know, can't take that away from him. But you also got to look at his teammates. I feel like there hasn't been, out of those finals ones that he had, he's always had the team around him. He's always had to do his job, which was score and dominate, play defense. But when you look at what LeBron has to do, he's always had to do everything. Like, literally everything. So, there's a lot of factors that goes into these things. But it's just a complicated talk to talk about. Not only that, bro. On top of that, LeBron, I think his, just alone him coming back on the Warriors in 2016, down 3-1 in the finals against the Warriors, is more impressive than either of the three-peats by MJ. Like, I don't care, bro. Like, the, he came <laughs> back down 3-1 to the one of the the greatest regular season team. Bro, it was that season, they they broke the Bulls record for the best regular season record ever. On paper, they are literally the best team in NBA history. Better than any MJ Bulls, and LeBron came back and won a title for them. That right there, on top of with the, the points... I mean, yeah, Boom. 73 and 9. The Bulls went 72 and 10. So they're literally one win better than that Bulls team, man. There's wow. like no more perfect inning. Come on, 3 1. You're down 3 1 against the best team in NBA history. And you lead them to that comeback for your hometown. It's like what every kid dreams of. I mean, the only thing that could have been that is if they were down 3 0. In my opinion. <laughs> so, I mean, but. Man, it's just, uh, I'm telling you, there's he's so the goat. There's so much. You go all day. I had a question for y'all. What, what is y'all's favorite like LeBron moment of all time? Favorite? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot. Like one Some that just sticks out to you. You're like, damn. Like posterizing Tiago Splinter in the finals. Damn, I forgot about blocking that one. Blocking out of Iguodala. That's one. Absolutely destroying. Who was it? On oh, Jason Terry, when Dwayne Wade just <laughs> LeBron <laughs> the champ. Oh, I remember that. Those yeah, three plays. Uh, I think that was the same year that uh, DeAndre Jordan posterized Brandon Knight. Knight. <laughs> Bro, like they did the same exact thing. That was wasn't was it LeBron the champ? Was that on Jason Terry or was that? Am I thinking about DeAndre Jordan when he did that? <laughs> I don't remember. remember. No, he was on. Um, it was LeBron to Wade. To Le- to James and then yeah hey, yeah man yeah. That, that was yeah. nice yeah. played man. What about you man? I can't pick one honestly. I'm gonna have just just one that just like st- like just I I okay, I let I, I, I let you do it. They <laughs> mine bro. I'm not gonna lie. For some reason, it was a game when he went off on the Bobcats. <laughs> the Bobcats. <laughs> yeah, remember the he had the mask. With, was that the one where oh, oh he, yeah, like, he dropped like sixty? 60? Yeah. Oh, yeah yeah. I don't know why when I think <laughs> the that, like. Bobcats. My peak, and like when I first started watching basketball, that's like one of the first things 
I got to win it with like LeBron dropping 60 on the podcast. Come on, man. Not the Bobcast. I've got better Bobcast. The Charlotte Bobcast. Oh, uh, he dropped 60 on the Bobcast with the black mask, with the Miami jersey, bro. That, yeah. that with the sleeve and headband. Dude, that shit, that shit was vintage, bro. He looked like a villain. Yeah. yeah. You know who else looked fresh like that? Kyrie. When he Kyrie. had the black mask with the Cav jersey on. Yeah. He looked like a, a superhero. If you had a mask on, you got to dominate. I mean, it's on the right. Every player with a mask on dominates. That's funny. The Charlie Bobcats. That, that squad right there was so random. They had like the most random people. I mean, I think that MKG on there. Y'all remember him? Michael Kidd Gilchrist. Yeah, he had the ugly ass jumper. Oh Cor- my god. Courtney Lee. Courtney Lee. He was on there? I don't yeah, know. <laughs> I think he was. What's that dude name? Uh oh my goodness. Like, he's not I don't think he's white. I think he is white, but with the mustache. Oh snap. With the mustache and uh long hair. Oh uh, Spencer Halls. Spencer Hawes? Hawes. Nah, it's something Hawes. Hawes. He was know. a three-point shooter. I don't know his name. Spencer Hawes. No, I, think, I think he was a big man, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's a big man. I know what you're it talking about. I think um, it's a little off topic, but um, I, heard, I think it was reported that players, players didn't like him because he, he used to smell like shit. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think we're talking about the same person. He, he had a mustache. He was yeah. like kind of white or European. He didn't look like a Bobcat. Chris Chris Carey. Nah, it's not Chris Carey. He had, was a big they, man. Yeah, they had like more weight on it. Let me, I got to look it up, bro. But <clears throat> what Kimba Walker on there too? Yeah, yeah. Kim, that was like rookie Kimba Walker playing for those Bobcats. <laughs> Let me see, man. I got it. But but in terms of goat, how can you call Michael Jordan goat if he's running Charlotte? Look what the <laughs> f- they've been doing for the last <laughs> years. How how is a goat gonna be he's doing? A great it? player, but he's a horrible executive. I'm not gonna lie. Man, all that gambling. Man. I'm like gonna bring up his outside <laughs> basketball stuff. So calm down, bro. We oh, talking they... basketball, man. Leave him alone, all got, man. All I gotta say is, if he put down that cigar and stop drinking that whiskey, pick up a little mushroom, he'll get it together. Leave him alone. You man. hear me, Michael Jordan? Yeah. <laughs> he's running. Just he's fine. running some sweatshops in China, man. Leave him alone. Hey, man, that ain't Michael Jordan though. I'm, I'm, I'll defend Michael Jordan on that because you have you you'll be a, you have to say the same thing about Kyrie, LeBron, and Kobe. They ain't running it. They're profiting off of it. But it's... <laughs> that's another topic. It's, it's this big boy right here. That's another topic for another day, man. Big boy well, swoosh. That's another topic for another fucking day. I forgot Biombo was on there. Bismack Biombo? Yeah. Dang. Man, how old is... Man, Bismack Biombo been here for, for a minute, then. Yeah, he's still in the league, too. Gerald Henderson. Gerald Henderson. Dang, I forgot about him. Where does this dude at? I don't even see him. Yes, that's Adam him. Adam that was him. Yeah, Adam Morrison. Him right there. Wasn't he supposed to be like uh like the next <laughs> Adam Morrison? Wasn't he like a top three pick? Wasn't he I don't up know there? How the fuck he was. I don't know. All I know, man, people used to say he smelled like dog <laughs> Right him. Oh like, my Adam Morrison. I never watched him play. You watched yeah. him play? Put respect on I'm his name. I just remember bro. him. <laughs> Who's that? That's him. Same guy. That's Adam Morrison? <laughs> right. Yeah, no. I thought it was Zubak. <laughs> I thought it was like Zubak. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Zubak was with the Lakers too, wasn't it? <laughs> I look like Zubak. Nah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's Brad Adam Morrison. Morrison. I was uh, like, bro, <laughs> they so random. I think yeah. MJ was like gave input. I th- I've seen YouTube videos on him, bro. I think like MJ gave input on drafting that dude. Yeah, uh, he puts input on all of them. And he also has a bunch of yes men. No one is telling him, hey, MJ, don't draft that. He ain't shit. Yeah. But, he, you know, you know how MJ is. Shut your motherfuckers up, bitch. Yeah, who's going to tell MJ what to do? Man, True. I ain't gonna lie. I like that part of MJ where he just he just looks at you like, motherfucker, you know who you're talking to? Yeah. And that's another thing. I know we've been talking about it for a while, but people think that mentality makes you better. Come on, man. Do you know how many players in the NBA have the MJ mentality? That think that like they're the best player on the court. You can go ask ninety nine point nine percent of the NBA players right now whether they're starting a rookie on a ten day contract, and they're gonna say that they're the best player in the NBA. So, right, like that mentality thing, those things are intangible, and people say that LeBron isn't the greatest because of his mentality, and just because he's a crybaby. I mean, you can cry you want, but at the end of the day, you can still be better than the people that aren't crying. So. That's just, that's just another topic. But fans just want to see flashiness. They want to see a bunch of points scored. They want to see game winners. And I mean, I'm guilty of that too. I mean, I want to see that too. But I feel like a younger me would have probably held that at a higher standard. But now nah, I'm understanding more that it's not like it's 
it's the little things too, and it's the other stuff, the rebounding, the passing, the making the right decisions. Like when remember when it was with the Lakers, right? When LeBron instead of taking uh just taking it to the rack, he dished it out to Melo for like a wide open mid range, mm-hmm. and everybody was criticizing him for doing it. But at the end of the day, it's the correct decision. He made the right basketball play. Yeah. It just didn't result in a bucket. So. And they're like, oh, MJ would have just took it to the rack. He would have pulled up. Like, okay, so he made the yeah. right play. They're not the same player. They're they're two different players. And that was that's what make it hard as well because they, like you just said, they're two different players. You know, people expect them to play exactly the same way when they've both played the game differently their entire career. So it just makes it hard to compare the two. I mean, if you're looking to compare two players, especially the one that's compared to MJ. You gotta look at Kobe, exactly. You know, it's Kobe. Kobe. Who is pretty much just a, it's a replica. A duplicate. Of him. Yeah, a duplicate, a replica of MJ. Exactly. And that's another reason why I'm saying that LeBron is better because Kobe has proven that MJ can be replicated and someone out there can do what MJ has done. I mean, five rings, that's what Kobe has. The way that they play, the way that they conduct themselves, their mentality. He's just like a spinning image of MJ, so I feel like there's another MJ in the world, but there's not a lot. Of, there's not another LeBron. Yeah, there's players who play similar to him, who play for pass first, but the way that they play, there's there's just not another player that looks like LeBron right now. Yeah, and, and people have gone and put like side by side plays of MJ and Kobe, and it's the exact same move. identical, identical. It's like Kobe literally. Just replicated himself, uh, um, um, replicate, replicated himself, like, what the fuck am I trying to say? After Kobe, playing style after Kobe, after Kobe, there you go. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I was looking for after. There you go. After MJ, he did it successfully. I mean, they look the exact same. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I think that's enough for the the gold debate. Y'all move on to the next topic. <laughs> and they, I mean, there's just so much. I don't know what to do. I'm what looking at it about. right now. Reserves? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh, man. There was a couple of snubs. Couple. Yeah, couple, really. Let's Not ju- too much, but let's just let's just run this one down for the listeners real quick. In case anybody hasn't seen it, well, I'm sure y'all have. Julius Randle for the East. Uh, this is the East Reserve. Julius Randle, Bam out of Bayou. DeMar DeRozan, Joel Embiid, Jalen Green, Drew Holiday, and Tyrese Halliburton. Jalen Brown. But yeah. How do y'all feel about how do y'all feel about this 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 list? These reserves are y'all disappointed? Or y'all think they're correct? What could they have done different? Well, the only outlier for me is Joel Embiid. Like, he should be starting. Oh, oh. what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you about to be like, I don't think he should be there. <laughs> I mean, he should be there, not as a reserve. Yeah, you're yeah. right about that. So, who do you think deserves the spot? So, who he's gonna start from out with? It's tough. It's really tough. I mean, because if you look at... I if mean, I had to pick one, if if, it, if I really had a, a choice, I'd probably have to say Jason Tatum. And that's no disrespect to Jason Tatum. He deserves it, but when you compare Joel Embiid and Jason Tatum, I'm leaning towards Joel Embiid being more of an all-star caliber player. Mm, yeah, no, but I'd agree. No, no, no shade thrown at Jason Tatum. He deserves to be an all-star. Mm-hmm. But over Joel Embiid, that's tough. Yeah. It's, it's really tough. I agree, yeah. If I had to choose, I, I swapped them as well, Embiid and Tatum. But, I mean, the one thing that stands out for sure, the one person that shouldn't be on his list, I mean, I love this are you, dude. Are you thinking about who I'm thinking about? Are we looking at the same person? The second last guy? Nah. What? No, bro. I'm talking about Drew Holiday. No. I'm thinking yeah. about DeMar DeRozan. No. DeMar DeRozan? Nah, nah. I'm picking DeMar DeRozan over Drew Holiday. Yeah, I ain't gonna Hold lie. on. I, I didn't even see Drew Holiday up there. Come on, man. Drew Holiday? He, he's a good player, but... Drew Holiday, bro, he but, he he deserved it, bro. He well, de- I promise he deserves this. He deserves an all-star. So who do you think I mean, to be honest, should be swapped I'd pick, out for? I'd pick James Harden over Drew Holiday. Oh, that's good. That's true, bro. James yeah, Harden got James snubbed. You know who else got snubbed? Brunson? Darius Garland. Darius Garland. Yeah, Darius Garland, Jalen Brunson. But for the would it was either Darius Garland Brunson. over Drew Holiday? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would. <laughs> Bruh, I mean, now that I see him up there, I'm not mad. It's like when I saw it, I was like, dang, Drew Holiday. Because he, he just flies under the radar, but he's putting up 
great stats. Nah, he hooping. And and he's on both ends. And he's arguably the best. This I think okay. So the coaches came up with this, right? Yeah. And there's a reason he got selected, and it's because he's the best. Even his colleagues have said he is the best perimeter lockdown defender in the NBA. So I, I'm not mad with it. I, I can see like y'all bringing up Brunson and of course Garland's in there. And then Harden. And Harden, thirteen I, like I'm Harden. I, 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 I just can't take him out of there, bro. I can understand the, the reason why the coaches put him in there. You know, he's a good defender. He deserves to be recognized. But then if you look at at a fan's perspective, ain't nobody there trying to see no lockdown defender. <laughs> Get that <laughs> shit out of here, man. I want to see Joel Embiid. He can do more than point. defend though. He got an offensive game to him. Yeah, he got. He does more than James Harden. More than Darius Garland. Nah. But I mean, I the, mean coaches, the coaches got this one. Bro. Yeah. I, like, he, he deserves to be recognized. But when you got James Harden, man, you snubbed him for Drew Holiday. I hate how y'all just on this man and y'all not even talking about DeMar DeRozan. Like, he just... Like he just DeMar DeRozan belongs up there more than Drew Holiday. Does he belong there more than Darius Garland? More than nah. Jalen Brunson? I ain't gonna lie, nah. More than James Harden? No, but he but Drew Holiday is more of an outlier than DeMar DeRozan in terms of being yeah, so. not being up there. I'm picking so. up more real roles than over Drew Holiday, not gonna lie. Even though the Bulls <laughs> have been shit, but he, Exactly. That's why I'm I'm like, okay, like I would even put Pascal over him. Over who? DeMar. Damn, bro. I would put Pascal over DeMar. They didn't even put Pascal Siakam up there. Nah, bro. Nah, Pascal Damn, has been hooping too. Too so. much, bro. That's what I'm saying. And then I told you about extending, like, like adding two more to each conference, like uh, reserves. That, that'd be kind of nice. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't. Hurt. I don't feel like it would hurt the game at all. Yeah. Cause I mean, the league has more talent and like it's more talent in the league than ever before. And I feel like this is not enough. You see how many snubs we just came up with? Like yeah. four snubs. They gotta expand. And just the East. And then if you take out Drew and Demar, they're snubs now. You just like, I mean, you just. But like, they're not snubs. But if you put James Harden. And P- Pascal Siakam, you're not gonna be. It isn't gonna be the same as oh, Demar Derozan and Drew Holiday got snubbed. You, there might be some people saying, oh, maybe take them out for Tyrese Halliburton, but nah, bro, Ty. everyone has their own perceptions. We protect Tyrese at all mm. all costs, bro. He stays there. Y'all ain't gonna talk about Julius Randle either. He been hooping. Yeah, but yeah. So, okay, I'm just testing. It's either gonna be him or Jalen Brunson for the next. Yeah. Year. I agree with you. But I feel like Julius Randle probably deserved <clears> it <throat> this year. He's, you know, better performance since last uh, season. Mm-hmm. And then the Knicks is his team. It's kind of, it'll be kind of, it'll be kind of like a Donovan Mitchell situation where he comes to another player's team and just takes over and he gets recognized as an all-star. Yes, sir. But, uh, we can move on to the West. So for the West, we got uh, Sabonis, Lillard, SGA, John Morant, Paul George, mm. Larry Markkinen, mm-hmm. and Jaron Jackson Jr. So people are uh, have been saying that Kyrie Irving might be swapped over to the West. You think so? he is? Oh, he got traded. You remember he got Ooh. traded? But, you know he was a starter for the East. <clears throat> I mean, dang, he is. He did get traded. So how does that work? I think they should, shouldn't they just keep it, bro? Just keep it simple. <laughs> like, it's already voted for. I don't know for. how they're going to do it. It's already voted for, bro. Yeah. Leave stuff alone, man. <laughs> leave him in the East. Okay, assuming he's not... Okay, assuming he's staying in the East, what do y'all think about the West? Give me a rundown. I like it. It's nice. I think there should be one player swapped out for another one. Who? The only motherfucker up there with white jersey for the West. The motherfucker that don't want to play with his superstar teammate. Nah, he has been injured, not gonna lie. He's a good player, but... <laughs> that boy has been injured. Man, you gotta put respect on my boy Fox. He, he should have been up there. He Fox up with Pod George. Aaron Fox, bro, was snubbed. Yeah. For real. I'm glad Sabonis made it. Like, damn, I'm glad he... At least one king made it. Nah, yeah, the Aaron Fox deserves to be up there, but who are you swapping out for? I would say PG, because yeah, only yeah. because of injury wise, like well, not even injury wise, playtime wise, he hasn't been playing as much as an all star should. Yeah, I got one more snub, Anthony Edwards. Mm. Yeah, I mean, there's no, there's literally no one over there you can swap him out for. Literally no. Triple J. Nah, he deserves to be an all star. Nah, he, I don't know. Bro. He deserves it more than. 
that's Anthony a Edwards. that's a defensive player of the year candidate right there too. True. I saw that probe they had on him where they were trying to prove that um, that Memphis was rigging. Well, not rigging, but uh, in fact, giving him giving him uh, extra blocks. They did um, like on uh, investigation. They found out actually. No. No, he's actually way better at home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that Reddit guy, instead of him trying to shit on him, just expose him. He just highlighted how great he is. And the yeah. Grizzly statistician. Stupid. They were trying to blame him. And then the NBA was like, no, 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 no. There's a statistician over him in the NBA headquarters that makes sure everything is correct and everything is correct. They were saying there would have to be five different people in three different cities all in this conspiracy to get him to win. <laughs> like, that Reddit. Whoever you are on Reddit, you stupid. It's a group of people, bro. Stupid. Stupid. Y'all just hang on the kid. Y'all hang because so, Memphis has two people up there. Let me find out. You, you're a Golden State fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was a little bit oh, more. Oh, yeah. Curry's going to um probably get taken out for Kyrie. Yeah, bro. There's about to be some snubs and some and some more stuff going on. So, it's about to change. I think I think James Harden might start for uh, East. Yeah, dang. Or they, they move somebody from probably like Jalen Brown to the starting lineup and they put in James Harden behind him. No, they, Brown no, to they're, the gonna out, they're gonna take out Kyrie Irving mm-hmm. for on uh, the East and swap him out for James Harden probably. Cause the West, they on um, one to start it was Curry, but he's been hurt and he ain't gonna play, so they're oh, probably gonna, so gonna put him in Kyrie West. for the on uh, West, and then there's an open spot for a starter in the East. I mean, you gotta put James Harden. Who are you gonna put it up there? Julius Randle. But wouldn't hey, they wouldn't they move somebody from the reserves, like Jalen Brown to the starter, Star- and then put, throw James Harden to the reserves? I mean, they could do that. That makes sense. That's cool. Yeah, but I, don't, I think. I don't think they will pick. No, I don't know. They probably will pick Jalen Brown as the replacement for Kyrie as a starter. Yeah, I'm glad Bam Adebayo got chosen. He's another one that was fine on the radar. I yeah, like that one. he deserves it. Been balling. It's good seeing people that really aren't all stars don't get selected to be all stars. Like on the list, you know, they get their recognition. So I, I like I like the list on both ends for the most part. Yeah, I like Larry marketing too. Even though the Jazz have yes. been. Well, I mean, I, I didn't have high expectations. I know. I think you did uh, with high expectations with the Jazz, but I knew <laughs> they were going to fall I off did. eventually. But speaking they, of the Jazz, I mean. They haven't fallen off yet. They're falling off. We protect Laurie Marketing and Tyrese Halliburton at all costs. The Jazz like they're trying to blow it up now with the trade that went on today. Man. Literally oh, a couple yeah. of hours ago. Let's go. So it goes D'Angelo Russell and Jared Vanderbilt and Malik Beasley to the Lakers. Utah gets Russell Westbrook that they're going to buy out. So Russell Westbrook is going to be a free agent. And I think I saw Chicago and the Clippers were top um, teams interested. And who else do they get? They get Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Utah does. And then Minnesota gets no, Mike no, no, no. Conley. And- Minnesota got Nikhil, Nikhil Alex- oh, yeah, yeah, Alexander-Walker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jazz got Damian <coughs> Jones, Juan Anderson, and Wolves also got Mike Conley. Yeah. And a bunch of draft picks. Like four, three second round picks? Something like that? Three. Something crazy like that? Yeah. Three. I mean, the Lakers won this trade. They, they finessed For both real. teams. I don't, I, I really don't know what the Timberwolves were doing, though. Like, Same. they gave away D I ain't gonna lie, man. Timberwolves, who, whoever's in charge over there, man, they are stupid, man. First, it was the Rudy Gobert trade. And now it is. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not a. I, I don't feel this like This is a bad trade. But the Rudy Gobert so? trade. Man, maybe it's, it's, maybe they saw what Car Anthony Towns, Rudy Gobert, Anthony Edwards, and Dilo were together, and they didn't like it. And maybe they're like, let's give it, let's try it with Mike Conley. So they a gave veteran, up a veteran two way point guard. I don't, Mike Conley ain't no, ain't no. They scrub, gave up bro. D'Angelo Russell, and let's see, the no, Minnesota. They gave up D'Angelo Russell and I think some we, picks too, right? And picks. That's it. Still, and, and you get back Mike Conley, and then you get another young guard off the bench. I ain't gonna lie, bro. No. I don't know, bro. I don't know. Maybe the Jazz got f***ed over the most. <laughs> yeah. Then they're just getting off. They were just trying to get off of um, Mike Conley's contract. He was at $22 million, So then they were just trying to offload contracts, to be honest, and tank now. I think it's officially. Man, damn. Lakers got Malik Beasley, Brussel, and Vanderbilt. Yeah, Today, I like to trade for the Lakers. They definitely yeah, won. There's a winners. Yeah, they're the winners. And then, I mean, they Big literally winners. got. The things that they needed. They got Russell, a person who can score. They got Vanderbilt, a defender who backup, also rebounds. Backup big man Vanderbilt. Yeah, and then Malik Beasley, who is a streaky shooter, but at the same time he streaks. He can, he's a shooter and he plays defense good Malik as well. So. Threesley. His name's Malik Threesley. Yeah, and they gave up Westbrook. Dang. It was fun while it lasted. 
or was it not fun? It was inevitable. <laughs> it was inevitable, man. It yeah. Inevitable. You know, it's, uh, I don't know. I, I do feel bad for Westbrook, but at the same time, I don't know because, you know, when we got when the Lakers got Westbrook, I I said from the beginning that he should come out the bench. You know, even when he first got there, because I was like, there's no way this starting lineup could do too good. I mean, with LeBron being ball dominant, you know, LeBron needs shooters. Westbrook is obviously not a shooter. And so I always felt like he would be better off the bench. And he they, he did prove that. Like, he was proving that he's a great bench player. I mean, I feel like he would have won six men of the year. Mm, if dang, he he's out the race now, huh? Yeah, he's out the race because he's definitely going to start now for whatever team he goes to. But, I mean, yeah, like you said, it was inedible. Uh, I like Westbrook for his, you know, mentality, his drive, his passion for the game, his playmaking, his ability to push the pace. But it just didn't work out with the Lakers, so. Hope the best for Lakers or oh, for Westbrook and yeah, I think he's gonna do better with whichever team he lands at. Hope he goes to a low key team where he can just yeah. do what he do and just everybody leaves him alone. He got too much. I feel like he got too much spotlight uh, on on LA. Mm-hmm. Too much pressure and it was unfair to him. He was always a scapegoat and yeah, I wish him the best. Have you heard about what um, Grant Williams said? About what? He's um. It was a report. It said, "Quote: Grant Grant wants a lot of money. We heard he thinks he's got eighteen to twenty million dollars waiting for him in free agency, and he wants to play more. Probably start. Mm. What do you guys think about that? Possibly get more play time and even starting for about twenty million dollars. I mean, he felt he deserves it. To be honest, for the type of player he is." He's a great defender, big man, who can shoot the three at a at a really high high clip. I feel like him and Nas Reed from Minnesota are gonna get paid for how they've been. You know, I mean, Grant Williams has been doing it, but like he reminds me of like a Nas Reed, like a big man who can kind of step out to the perimeter and be a really good defender and then hit the three too. So, what team do you think he could get that deal from and get that play time from? Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, <laughs> that's the thing. He he might be worth that money and the time, but for who? Yeah, I mean, especially with like contracts nowadays, everything like everyone is getting paid. So yeah, he going somebody going to pay him, bro. Yeah, somebody I feel like that's a high amount, but everyone is getting paid these days. So he definitely could deserve that amount. But I don't know. I don't know. Like I feel like he 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 would do good like off the bench. He'll be like a very great player off the bench. He doesn't necessarily need to start. But, of course, he could start for, like, half the teams in the NBA as well. It just depends on what team, man. I don't know. Like, I don't know what team would, Honestly, would, would need his ability right now. I really don't know. Um, I mean, the trade deadline's tomorrow, too, so. Yeah, we're only getting started. <laughs> we're about to see so many things just flying tomorrow. It's going to be just notifications after notification after notification after notification. Yeah, that was a big one. I didn't expect that trade from the Lakers, the Jazz, and Timberwolves. That was <gasps> That's probably that'll probably be the biggest trade. Maybe. What does this put the Lakers though? Is, They're better. Is this contention mode now? Is it? Is it? Let's go. It's still too early, man. They got to get into the play-ins first. But are are, are, are all those players going to be locked into a contract next season, or are, they, are some of them just trial players? I think D'Lo has this season, and this this one last year off. So I guess like next year they could offer him an extension or whatever. So D'Lo should be good. I'm not too sure about Beasley and Vanderbilt. But I don't think – I mean, if I had to guess, I don't think that they'll sign into, like, long-term extensions or anything or, like, mm. locked in for three, four years or anything, maybe just, like, two years max. I think they got to pay Rui, too. Rui's going to be getting, have to get paid this season, too, this offseason. Yeah. I like the Lakers roster, though. Like, right, right now with the new pieces they got, I mean, of course, they still have to build up their chemistry and everything. But as far as a team from top to bottom, I really like this. I really like this team. Now they got to start winning some damn games. Yeah, they have to. I mean, it's you got serious. I mean, that scoring record was that, that was good, nice but but hey, we got, the, they got then, bigger things to take okay, care of. Okay, so you put that 7 0 run on they big ass. SEA, that boy right there is crazy. I mean, the, it's, it's so crazy because I did not expect the OKC Thunder to be doing this good. I thought they would be a, lo- really? a lottery team. Yeah. You thought so? Come on, man. Look at that roster. You can't look at that roster and tell me. A lottery team, though, man. Yeah. yeah. Who's their I, second I, best player? Giddy. Uh, Giddy man, come on, exactly. You're Josh Giddy, Giddy straight. He's straight. but to be the second best player on the team and like doing this good, I mean, like I said, it's a surprise and for it, sure. 
Yeah, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. OKC has, of course, they they've been playing well, but the players that they have, I just didn't expect them to go this far. You know, um, Jalen Williams, the rookie, he's yeah, been great. Boning, bro. Isn't there two Jay Jay Williams? Yeah, there are two Jay Williams. They got another Williams on the team too. Yeah, Kendrick Williams. They have a lot of Williams. Yeah, Kendrick Williams. He was, he was a player that was in in, in free agency talks too. Yeah, Isaiah Joe. He's been shooting he the been, lights out. Man, bro. he was he shooter. Shooting the lights out yesterday, man. And you got Andrew Wiggins. It's like all these Andrew Randall Wiggins, exactly all these all these little players that used to be my players. You said that Andrew Wiggins, Aaron Wiggins. Aaron, I mean Aaron Wiggins. My fault. That's Aaron say, Wiggins. My fault. When did he get traded? Yeah, <laughs> Aaron Wiggins. That's what I'm saying. He's like such a random team and like with <laughs> like young too. And they still don't have Chet Holmgren yet. Yeah, bro, that team is they're talented, bro. They got they they got. Dork hasn't he's been on the team, but he's been hurt as well. So it's like, bro, bro, they got a bright future, bro. Yeah, that tank did work for him for them big really time. Did. All them picks, they've been picking good players. How soon do you think they're gonna be in the playoffs competing? Probably next season, season after next. This season, uh, I'm gonna need them to slow down. Not gonna I don't lie know about this season. I need them it's, to it's slow tough. down. It's I need them to slow down. <laughs> <laughs> They're not slowing down, bro. They I, got I, to. OKC is please, man, please. Well, them for you can either be OKC or they can go and drop one fifty on you on every any any single night, bro. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know. Uh, but with with how the, the Laker acquisition, if it goes to how if it goes how it's supposed to go. They should be able to get into the play-in, but they they need to like hurry the f up and mm-hmm. press the panic button and like. No, nah, they they should be in panic mode for sure right now. Yeah, like you're making these moves, like you still like a p- p- not even in the play-in. Like, come on, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like the little meme: what to do with the stick? You're like, come on, do like, something. Do something. <laughs> like, do something, bro. Let's go. Yeah. A uh, little quick subject I have for y'all, man. <laughs> So I was on the Memphis Grizzlies subreddit. After what happened last Thursday against Cleveland, where Dylan Brooks hit um, Donovan Mitchell in the nuts, of course, uh, it seemed like a lot of people, i say about 80% of people on that subreddit, I'm not going to say that that subreddit represents every, every Grizzly fan and the whole fan base, but for a Subreddit that was that's mostly just positive and looks for any positivity in the team. It seemed like a lot of people were starting to turn on Dylan Brooks, and they're kind of getting tired of his shenanigans. And it's starting; they're starting to question whether his what he brings on defense is worth the bullshit that he brings with his shot selection, with his antics, with his tough guy, um, you know, his tough guy persona. Persona. What do y'all think about him? That is, 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 is would y'all be mad if the Grizzlies traded him? Depends for in the who? trade line, trade line for well, who? G at the newbie. Probably wouldn't because I mean it is kind of getting ridiculous. Like how many fights has he gone into this year? It is getting, it is getting out of hand, bro. And I'm starting. I'm I'm like, bro. All right, y'all. Like I, I think like the Grizzlies are just in general are starting to do too much. Like y'all y'all doing too much and y'all not winning and y'all right. Like you'll be different if y'all are number one in the league and yeah, y'all getting all this shit. But I mean y'all just went on what a 11. two and ten run. The, yeah, man. they've lost eight out of their last ten. <laughs> nah, man, that ain't it. They need they need to figure something out. Would you be mad to see him go? At this point, no, not really. Damn. I wouldn't be mad, honestly, if he left. But I feel like nah, he shouldn't be traded before the deadline because if he gets traded, we're losing like pretty much our second best defender um, behind Jaron Jackson Jr. and a person who can guard multiple positions from point guard to small forward. And so yeah, if he is going to get traded, this isn't a time. Because, uh, I mean, he's always been a streaky offensive player. And I do agree. I am tired of his antics and things. But if he's getting traded, trade him, like, next season. Because we, we we need him. I mean, I would have been fine with trading him, getting rid of Dylan Brooks, and keeping DeAnthony Melton. That would have been mm, great. Man. But we got rid of DeAnthony Melton. So now, like, who are we going to have to replace Dylan Brooks, you know, his with his defense? For Danny Green. Yeah, Danny Green. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Green is not it. I mean... That's hey. a horrible front office decision. Yeah. Horrible, horrible, horrible. So as far as like those. right now, we do need Dylan Brooks. But again, I mean, I, I'm completely fine with getting rid of him next season. He's had some moments with Memphis, though. Not gonna lie, but yeah, it's just it's just getting old, but the same old things. And 
just like a month ago, he had me on cloud nine when they beat the Cavs, but I'm off that high and it's back to reality and this is not cool, bro. Like, <laughs> like that was not, that was, that was so uncalled for. That was so unsportsmanlike. like, it's kind of disgusting, really. Like, it just like, uh, do you think he did it on purpose? Yes, bro. He literally fell down, looked, and then swung his arm. <laughs> like, bro, like, we're not the bad boys. Like, calm, calm your down, man. Like, yeah. And then the the whole situation with, I know y'all probably heard, y'all heard about the entourage, Jaws entourage pointing yeah. that quote unquote gun at the Indiana Pacers. Like, dude, like, cut this shit out, bro. Yeah, like, they, yeah. they for real need to cut it. Like, this, this, like, bad boy. Team, y'all ain't the Pistons, bro. Like, cut shit out. Like, y'all ain't, like, calm the yeah, out, I, bro. I saw a video. It was Shannon Sharp. He was breaking it down also. He oh, was yeah. saying, man, John Moran needs to quit that shit. Because mm-hmm. you ain't no street m- You a baller. So there's people on the street gangbanging, slanging drugs, killing people, all that, wishing they could be in John Moran's position. And you out there, you out there hanging with the fucking, what, street crew just because... You want street cred? Mm-hmm. He's talking about he wants to be a billionaire. How the f*** are you going to be a billionaire? You out here riding with some dumb asses with laser pointers. You ass going to get locked up. You're going to lose all your money. And no one's going to sign you again because you, you're literally a liability. Mm-hmm. You can literally get someone killed like that. Now, what would have happened if Indiana would have called one of their people and they came and started having a shootout with John Moran's people? Then what? You, John Moran can't say, oh, we were just playing around. Nah. You started this shit, so you, when you start shit, you can uh, you can obviously get good a reaction from it, and sometimes those reactions ain't what you want. Someone can die. Nah, yeah, for real. I mean, yeah, Grizzlies, uh, they need to calm down for sure. I mean, cause like it shit, uh, shit can go down real fast, especially with um, and like you said as well. I mean, I liked it with you know with us competing. Especially with the Warriors series, it was all like good and fun, just straight basketball talk, you know, being basketball competitive. But when y'all start making it personal and, you know, Dylan Brooks fouling Mitchell on purpose, you know, in the grown area, and then it just gives the Memphis Grizzlies a bad rep. And we've already had a bad rep just because of the beefs or rivalries. But again, those were competitive rivalries, and now we looked at it as a team as... As a pest, as a nuisance, like... As a team that's just like disrespectful and just like doing things outside of the game and to get attention yeah shit. and that's that's not what we really like should no. stand on like the city i mean we're all grit and grind and hustle and we pay hard but all the extra bullshit just needs to stop yeah they're like embodying the negative aspects of memphis city you know trying to be yeah. the gang shit, trying to game bang talk all that crap and this is nba we ain't Ain't nobody in Memphis trying to see the worst aspects of this city in that team. Do you want the negative aspects to be embodied in your NBA team that represents nah. represents your your city? Yeah. No. And uh, yeah, I, I do feel like John needs to you know calm down with all that because like, I mean, yeah, it's it's kind of like what Memphis is about, but that negative part about it is just not it. And if you're from the hood or you're from the streets, those guys they don't want to be in the streets or in the hood anymore. And you know it comes with a lot to be in there. So they're trying to live in that big house in East Tennessee where his is living exactly, right now. Exactly, bro. So like, and if you're from there, everyone, you don't have to say, you don't have to express yourself, you don't have to tell the world that you're from there. Everyone that knows there that is from there knows that you're just from there. You know, just think about the other players in the NBA who grew up in the hood. Or I mean, Demar Rosen, mm-hmm. is that LeBron? They don't. They D Rose. Those guys, they don't have to say anything because you already know what they're about or what they come from. But at the same time, they're still humble, mm-hmm. you know. And they, if anything, there's no question that they know those guys that could get the job done if really if it really hit the fan. So yeah, I mean, I appreciate how the Grizzlies have been doing this season. Still one of the best teams in the NBA, but they just need to tone it down a bit and keep things just all basketball related. Like, yeah. cut all the antics out. Cause even the old school green grind, like you know who Zebo was, Zebo was about, bro. You knew what Tony Allen was about, mm-hmm. but they never kept it. They never did anything disrespectful. They never. They always kept it. They kept it off. They the kept court. It off the court, uh, on the court type stuff. Except for Zebo when he wanted to beat the shit out of Demar- Demarcus Cousins, <laughs> but that was cool to see though because Demarcus Cousins was a bully. Exactly. And Zebo was like, "Man, you want to get bullied? I bully you." So I mean, that was cool to see. But man, he used to dominate his big ugly. But yeah, like even they like the the green grind. Like they they just need a humble. They just need to be a little bit more humble, bro. Like I understand like 
it was cool. Like it was y'all, y'all flashy. You know what I'm saying? Y'all young and and I get it. Like everybody's getting paid and we're winning. Like that's cool. But now stuff like this, these losing streaks start and you start getting into stuff. And then imagine if like one of the Indiana Pacers crew members or something was able to get a glimpse of Jaw holding a gun, bro. You're getting the f- out of the league. Yeah. Like they're they're gonna photo. just you're gone. You're out. Like yeah. you're no longer a grizzly and you just pretty much fucked over the fan base and you fucked over the organization. And you fucked over your family. Over something stupid. Team Moran's just gonna be just over, gone. Over ego and pride, bro. Ego ego and pride, that's and the only thing. Like it, nobody's gonna fight on the court. Like I don't even think John Moran's from the hood. He's from what, Virginia? He's like from South Carolina. South Carolina or something like that. I don't know. I don't, I don't, think, I mean, I don't even I don't think he's from it. the hood. I think he's just from like an actual good <laughs> neighborhood. I, just, I don't know how it is over there, bro. <laughs> I mean, I can't, I'm I can't just, speak for them. I'm just saying, I, th- I don't think he grew up in like that type of environment. He grew up in a probably middle class, you know, nice environment. But it's it's like a little, a little track record with people. They grow up in like gated communities, but they want to be with that hood. And then you got people in the hood. Who are with that hood? Who were like, man, I wish I, I wish I could live in a gated community like so and so. Meanwhile, they're out there game banging, fucking risking their their life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And back to Dylan Brooks. I think to add to all this, like I was gonna tell y'all, like I would love to see him. Not say love, but I wouldn't mind seeing him traded. Just the other day, uh, he pretty he told all the fans in the FedEx forum to you he said you to all the fans because they were booing him after he took some stupid shots in the third quarter and a video surfaced on the subreddit that happened three months ago i can't believe i never saw this where they were playing the utah jazz and he fouled mike conley and knocked him out of bounds uh trying to strip the ball and then he walked over mike conley like walked over him i was just like all right bro i've had enough of this nice dude, like i'm like bro yeah i'm like i'm done with this dude bro like this you're you're this dude out of hand, bro, for real. Like, yeah, and I feel like he wasn't like this when he first got to the team. It's like ever since he John Morant's turned into a superstar, now they're they're he he's all like he's hard as he's hard as now. Yeah, I'm he's like, man, I'm done with this. Like yeah. give me OG Adanobi. OG Adanobi got a British accent. To do that, he's man. a nice guy, bro. <laughs> man, to do that to Mike Conley, <laughs> bro. You you must not know the history he brought to for Memphis. For real though. Like, Every- the, like any Memphis fan is gonna look at you and be like, hey, you, you, you current in Memphis. Current Memphis player, go fuck yourself. You just did that to one of our greatest point guards of all time. Of Probably gonna be players. our second once John Moran finishes season if he doesn't keep with that gang shit. I mean, John Moran's our number already. Our best point guard in NBA history. Best player in history, pretty yeah, much. In franchise history. So yeah, he, he surpassed Mike Conley's already. Not gonna lie, but yeah, for real though, Mike Conley is a legend, and just unfortunate to see that happen. Yeah, bro, he's just irritating me, bro. Give me OG out of Novi. I'm tired of this. Please give me OG. <laughs> Please give me OG. Ah, I love OG. You heard about Ben Simmons? What about Ben Simmons? So allegedly, it's a report. Ben Simmons has zero trade value around the NBA. Bruh. So if he doesn't stay with Brooklyn, if they trade him away, they're going to probably cut him. So you, I don't know what Ben Simmons is going to do. Cause... Mm, I don't know about getting cut. Mm-hmm. He probably they probably can just uh, during his contract negotiation not pay him shit. But I don't know about him getting cut though. You think his little ego is gonna stand for that? Getting paid less and less. No, he I gonna have to. He, he won't get. He he can't. Where else he gonna play? Yeah, go go overseas with his little sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there was another report too. Now y'all might feel a little more. You might feel more close to this than Ben Simmons Duke the Cavs have have removed Kevin Love from the rotation for real why he's done they're finna probably cut him soon he's probably a finna his heart honestly why would they cut him he's been playing good though why the f- cut him no they haven't cut him they removed him from rotation he's still like on a bench you know kind of like veteran shit you know he just lost his minutes he's been alright but he hasn't been anything special and I feel like the Cavs just want to kind of with their style of play, they probably don't need Kevin Love as much. They should trade him then. He still could be valuable though. Somebody will find value in K Love. I feel like somebody would have found some value in him. Yeah, and he's Kevin. also a liability on defense as well. Yeah, so True. you gotta think about that. And who knows when he's gonna retire? He might retire the next season. We don't know. Dang, he's just gonna be out of the league just like that. We're not gonna know about it. Man, he's had a long run. He's, yeah, he's been that guy. I mean, so, so. <laughs> got a ring. 
Yeah, I mean, he's old. To an end, man. Yeah, he's getting old as well. I mean, yeah, the Cavs play. I'm glad he got a chip. Yeah, so. He's one of them players I, f- I, f- I watch. When I first started watching basketball, he was dominating with the Wolves. Dang. T-Wolves. T-Wolf. K-Love was built different. That boy was different. I saw a video earlier of uh, Kevin Love, Dwight Howard, Darren Williams on uh-huh, Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. What the? Yeah. Dang. I was like, dang. I used to love that show. Yeah. Dang. R.I.P. K-Love. He's just getting old. Retire in peace. <laughs> All right, man. We haven't even mentioned Kyrie. What do y'all make of this whole situation with Kyrie? First right. of all, before we get into Kyrie, what is what is the Nets aspect of this? What, what, okay, so the Nets are going to give back Dorian Finney-Smith and Spencer Dinwiddie. You add that with what they already got in Royce O'Neal, Ben Simmons, Nick Claxton. They still need a backup big man. But I feel like this trade has added... You took away Kyrie, but you added some more depth with some quality, quality players. And I feel like if Kevin Durant comes back, this is just my personal take on this. If Kevin Durant comes back, they can still make some noise and win a playoff series, if possible, with what they got right now. Seth Curry, Joe Harris, and... Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, Royce O'Neal, Nick Claxton, Kevin Durant, Ben Simmons, and then my boy Cam Thomas dropping three 40-point games in a row. This team's deep. I and think – Utah the shooter. I think it was a big turnaround early on because we all remember in the beginning of the season, Brooklyn was not looking good. Two and five to start it off under Steve Nash. And then once they fired Stephen Ash, they turned around. And also, that new coach gave Cam Thomas more minutes, allowing him to provide scoring for Brooklyn. So you can say Stephen Ash, he's a great point guard, but just like Michael Jordan, just because you're a great player doesn't mean you know what to do like as a leader. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about these trades. I feel like where the Brooklyn Nets, once KD comes back, they have a well-balanced team on offense and on defense. But I don't know. It's like, like they're, they're, still, they're still missing a big man, though. No, yeah, they're definitely, they're definitely missing a big man. Because Nick Claxton and Ben Simmons are their only big bodies, pretty much, to throw at, at people, like centers and big and big players. Yeah, and Nick Claxton in playoff time, he's going to get exposed. Like He's going to get targeted on each mm-hmm. and every single play. So. They're going to try to make him foul out or something. Yeah. They're going to attack him at every... That. They're gonna attack him, and he can't stretch the floor either. So he's gonna be—he could be most likely a liability. So uh, I like the pieces they got, but as far as the Mavs, I don't know how I feel about the Mavs either. Cause Luca and Kyrie—that's a—that's a good duo. I feel like we guys still gotta see how they're gonna play when Luca come back. But I just feel like they don't have any defense there. You no, know, they just traded away Dorian Finney-Smith, who was a good defender. And Taylor Spencer with Dinwid as well. He's not like that guy on defense, but you know he 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 put up some offense up there. I just I don't know, bro. I feel like it's like too good to be true. Like mm-hmm. Luca and Kyrie working out. We've seen Kyrie be like the second option, you know, with LeBron. But Luca's I don't know, bro. It's like it's kind of ugly because Luca is very ball dominant. I think it might work because uh, last season. They had Jalen Brunson. He was also a point guard and ball handler. And they made it work. They did pretty good. Yeah, and that's another thing. I, but they got rid of him. And then they got Kyrie again. It's like they kind of like play similar things, like similar roles. What do you think they're thinking, Dallas front office? Why, from, from what I was watching right now against the Clippers, when they were up, they, they got out to an early 18-6 uh, uh, lead. Kyrie was... He was playing a lot of off-ball, and he was doing really good at it, too. So I feel like it could work, but, again, the defense is going to be, like, a lot to be desired. Because what you got? You're they don't gonna have, have no Luka, defense. Kyrie. No defense. Tim Hardaway Jr., uh, Christian Wood. JaVale McGee. He's a good defender. JaVale McGee, their starting center? No, no, no. He's, he's, a, big, he's a big man for uh-huh. them. But even then, he's, gonna, he's not going to get that many minutes either. Yeah, it's like. 
It could work. They got Dwight you, Powell. Is he is he more of an offense? They got, they got Morris too. Oh, they got Marquise Morris. Yeah, but even then, like they yeah, still don't have like nah, their bro. defense. Yeah, Jalen Grant. Uh, yeah, Jalen, Josh Green coming off the bench. He's gonna have to step up. They got, um, Hardy. I think Jalen Hardy. Yeah. As well, but again, yeah, that that defense just isn't there. So, I don't know. I don't see what they were. I don't see what they're seeing. You know. I think they're, but, they're just trying to probably make Luca happy and try to make them make him see that oh look we're trying we're gonna we're trying to please you we're trying to put another superstar with you mm-hmm. we're trying to make a push because last year they made it to the Western Conference Finals so mm-hmm. I guess they're thinking is like Kyrie is the one that's gonna push us nah, over the edge now nah, he's gonna be some help for sure on offense you know there's no debate about it I mean Luca isn't gonna have to do as much this also is gonna drop Luca from the MVP race as well. Because, mm. I mean, they got Kyrie now, so Kyrie's obviously going to have the ball more. Oh, that boy been out of my race. That boy been yeah. out. Yeah, <laughs> so Luka, Luka's <laughs> officially out. out. He's officially out of the MVP race. But, again, I mean, those two, that two duo, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy to watch on offense. But that team just needs some defense. You know, I don't think they're getting anywhere with that defense. Defense wins championships. Offense just sells tickets. So, it's going to be interesting to see. And every title winner in NBA history has been top 10 in both offense and defense. So I don't want to hear that they're just going to outscore the other opponent. You're going to need to get some stops, bro. But maybe it can happen. Maybe, I don't know, Jason Kidd can get them to all buy in defensively, kind of like what Jock Vaughn did in Brooklyn when he turned their defense around from one of the worst to a top 10 defense. You just never know, really. You just, you just never know what, what a, a good coach could do. Yeah, but the Brooklyn Nets, they had defensive players. Yeah, they did have Royce, KD, even Kyrie. If he's locked in, I feel like he can. He he's pretty good defensively. He's had his moments where he when he's locked in. Mm -hmm. Not for sure. So, see how that worked out. We'll see. Definitely.